Hello, welcome to the Joshua Generation Sermon of the Week. I hope and pray that you will be blessed as you listen to this sermon and encounter God in a new way. God bless you. <laughs> Come on, somebody shout to the Lord. I don't know whether you are shouting or you are screaming. But please take your seats. Thank you. Uh, isn't Benjamin a great guy? Pastor Benjamin, all the two pastors God has given you are so wonderful and beloved. Okay, worship team, you can see it. Thank you very much. I want to take this time to thank Bishop uh, Imakando and uh, elders. That's why they are here to spy on me. They want to make sure that I behave myself in the youth. Uh, so they sent the the council himself to make sure I behave myself but um, I would like to thank the leadership of this church <clears throat> and um, the pastors of the youth ministry for this opportunity to share with you um, in the two services we've been talking about having kingdom impact kingdom impact through the God factor understanding the God factor so I would like quickly us to go to Proverbs 21, verse 31. Let's read Proverbs 21, which is your scripture theme. I didn't know about it until I came in the first service. So my assembly, I started writing certain things after I read that scripture in the morning service. And uh, everything I came with was thrown overboard when I read this scripture. So I'm going to write some stuff from this, but I also included in what I'd prepared. Let's read that scripture together. Let's read that scripture together. The horse is prepared for the day of battle, but deliverance is of the Lord. I want us to stick with that scripture for now. The horse, ever said the horse? Now, how many of you know that scripture is inspired of God? Uh, the, the word inspired simply means this, that God breathed. Scripture has the breath of God. And we just sang a song, it's your breath in our lungs. Now the word breath speaks of life. That means everything, please leave that scripture there, everything in the word of God, including commas, full stops the genealogies that you don't like carry life that's why it's important to be very careful what you do with scripture I think the last time I was here I wanted to take my time to explain to you because some of the things I say or we speak from scripture may sound contrary uh, they may sound offensive or sound like they are not from the Bible. How many of you know that the word of God is food? The word of God is likened to food. In other words, just as important food is to your physical being, the word of God is very important for the totality of you. Remember, you are not just a physical being, you are spirit, soul, and body. 
Meaning, when you got saved, what got saved was your spirit. Come on. You were dead in your spirit. That means the spiritual things could not make sense. God could not communicate to you. You couldn't communicate to God. So when you got born again, what got born again was your spirit. So as far as your spirit is concerned, you are okay. That's why you must understand this idea of fathering. God, everyone must understand the three fathers that must be in your life if you're going to be understanding the God factor inside of you. Because the God factor comes to change your life. The God factor inside of you comes to change your thinking. The God factor does not uh, differentiate between male, female, Jew, or Gentile. The God factor in you, as far as God is concerned, when, got, when you got born again, you became his son. You became his child. But you must not remain a child. A child must grow. And in order to grow, diet is very important. Come on. Diet. Say to your neighbor, you are what you eat. Mm -hmm. Junk in, junk out. All right? So that's why today everybody is moving away from pharmaceuticals to food. Because most of these medicines that we drink in our body, they don't just help us. They may heal you temporarily, but in the long term, it has an effect on your biological being. So that's why everybody now, when you buy something, you must look at the contents. Don't just eat. Read. When is this thing expiring? Because if you eat expired food, guess what? Your health will be affected. Sad to say, most pastors preach expired messages. They just change titles. There is no revelation. They just change titles. No revelation. Now, as long as, you see, the word of God is supposed to bring life. Come on. The, the word of God is life. Jesus says, the words that I speak to you are spirit and life. In other words, as I'm speaking to you, I must not speak my word. I must not talk my testimony. I must get the word of God and break that word of God because as I speak the word of God, I am breathing the life of God on your life. So that's why when, when the word of God is not properly defined, say after me, wrong definition. Write that down, write down, write down, write down, because this is very important. When something is not properly defined, the interpretation of that something is affected. Wrong definition results in wrong interpretation. Come on, write that down. Wrong definition results in what? Wrong interpretation. And wrong interpretation results in wrong doctrine. Now, doctrine is like food. So if I give you wrong doctrine and you take that doctrine, you are affected spiritually, just like expired food affects you. Hello? So when a preacher like me is speaking, you must write whatever I'm saying. Write the scriptures. Then go back home and search out, is this what this man was speaking in the word of God? Because there are many preachers there who are preaching their own stuff. So if we're going to understand the God factor, I want you to understand that definitions are very important. Wrong definition results in wrong interpre uh, interpretation. And wrong interpretation results in wrong doctrine. And wrong doctrine results in wrong behavior. 
and wrong behavior will affect your destiny. So to correct your destiny, you have to correct your behavior. To correct your behavior, you have got to correct your teaching which you sit under, and your teaching is affected by your interpretation, and the interpretation is affected by definitions. I'm going to show you something practically today. So when the Bible talks about the horse, someone said the horse. The horse is a metaphor. The Bible says the horse is prepared for the battle. Come on, look at that. The horse is what? Prepared for the battle, the day of battle. But the deliverance, in other words, if there is no horse, there will be no deliverance. God does not work in a vacuum. You see, you can shout, I am blessed. But blessings don't just drop from heaven. Blessings come through a vehicle. And God's vehicle has always been man. That's why in Genesis 1, 26, God said, after he created everything, come on, come on, come on. Uh, come on, come on, come on. You know, God begins, he starts with the end, then he comes to the beginning. So, so, yeah, come on, that's why the last shall be the first and the first shall be the last. So, what happened was this, God knew that one day there will be a guy called Eddie Chance, I will be a preacher. So, he created my ministry here and then backed off and found my mother and, and dad and they had love, but they were not just having fun, they were producing a guy for that destiny. <laughs> Said to your neighbor, you are not here by mistake, come on, you are here by so I, I don't care how you were born. I don't even care where you were born. I don't care whether your father and mother, destiny brought you here. I said destiny brought you here. So God, after he created, because he had man in mind, remember? He had man in mind, yeah? Abra, Adam, okay? Adam. So because God had Adam in mind, he backed off. Then... He went to Genesis 1. In the beginning, God, come on, come on, go, 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 Genesis 1. I'm, I'm going to land. Don't worry, I'm going to land. Genesis 1, 1. The horse is being prepared for battle so that deliverance can come. In the beginning, come on. I can't hear that. Are you really sure? What did God create in the beginning? I can't tell you. What did God create? Are you really sure? So, if God created them, the heaven and earth, and some of us have wrongly defined the scripture to say God lives in heaven. If... Come on, come on. Come on. In the beginning, God created what? If, if, if heaven is his home, where was he staying? It's a lie. God does not live in heaven. Because heaven was created. Are you telling me God was homeless? God, God has a special home. Okay, all right. Let's prove it in the New Testament. Acts chapter 7. Acts chapter 7. 
and verse 40. Let me show you this. You understand the God factor. Please, Vane, let's define things properly. I don't want to speak my word. Let me speak God's word. Saying, Aaron, make us gods before us. As for this Moses who brought us out of the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. This guy is talking the history. He's reminding the Christians like I'm doing. 41. That's 41. And they made a calf in those days, offered sacrifice to the idol, and rejoiced in the works of their own hands. Then God turned up and gave them up. As it is written in the book of the prophets, did you offer me slaughtered animals and sacrifice during 40 years in the wilderness, O house of Israel? You also took up the tabernacle of Molech and the star of God, Rephlim images which made you made to worship, and I'll carry you beyond that. Now look at this. Now it says, our fathers had a tabernacle. Look at this. What's a tabernacle? It's a dwelling place of God. Our fathers had a tabernacle of witness in the wilderness as he appointed, instructing Moses, make it, instructing Moses to make it according to the pattern. Come on. God has got patterns. Ever say patterns? That word pattern means blueprint. That word pattern means a way, a pattern. Okay? The design that he had seen. Which our fathers, having received in turn, also brought with Joshua into the land. We're talking about the Joshua generation possessed by the Gentiles. Come on. We must remove the Gentiles. We must impact the Gentiles. Whom God drove out before the face of our fathers until the days of David. Say, until the days of David. Look at verse 46. I want you to show something. We are talking about heaven and earth. We who found favor before God and asked to find a dwelling for the God of Jacob. That means there's a place God dwells because everybody teaches that God dwells in heaven. Now heaven is a reality. But God does not live in heaven. Check out. I know you are getting shocked. But let's read the word of God. Verse 46, 7, 8, 47. Help me quickly. Let's move. However, look at this. Can we read together? However, okay, yeah. However, the Most High does not Huh? Hello, however, come on, come on. The, the Most High does not dwell where? What was the temple to the building? In other words, God doesn't live in this building made with human hands. He has a special place. Look at this, look at this, look at that. Heaven is what? My home? Heaven is my home. Come on, heaven is my home. Heaven is my home. Heaven is my destination. Heaven is my home. I'm going to see my God. Heaven is not your destination. Christ is your destination. 
You didn't hear me that. Look at this. Heaven is my what? Who sits on the throne? Come on. Who sits on the throne in the natural? What is the throne for? Rulership. Dominion. When you sit on the throne, it's time to release laws. It's time to release decrees. It's time to release governing principles. Come on. Come on. Heaven is God's throne, not home. And only a king sits on the throne. Thy kingdom. Your kingdom which is in heaven. The word throne speaks about principles of governance, principles of rulership, principles of dominion. The God factor in us is meant to bring us into kingship. The horse is prepared for battle in the day of battle but deliverance comes from the lord in other words without a horse god does not bring deliverance you are the horse every sunday every monday every time we gather like this afternoon special forces called leaders will be prepared because the earth needs impact the earth needs redemption the earth needs sons in the image and likeness of god because creation is groaning, waiting for the manifestation, not for the disappearance. Sons of God do not disappear. Sons of God appear. And when sons of God appear, they come to solve problems. Sons of God don't run away. Because the pattern is this. When there was darkness, God did not run away from darkness. When there was confusion, disorder in the earth, God did not run away. God spoke the word. He breathed the word and said, let there be... And when he said, let there be darkness, let there be light. Ah, oh, come on. <laughs> the God factor in you, the reason why you got saved is not to go to heaven. The reason why you got saved is bring, to bring heaven down on planet earth. Because all the order, everything that is in heaven, thy kingdom, your will be done. You've got to know what is in heaven. There is no sickness in heaven. There is no poverty in heaven. There is no death in heaven. There is no fear in heaven. Therefore, when the God factor comes into you, you don't run away from problems, child of God. You say, this uncircumcised Philistine, I'll slay him. As sons of God, as young people, we're not running away from Goliath. Can you imagine? It took a teenager to kill Goliath when all the guys were running away. There are some Goliaths you're about to kill because of the God factor inside of you. Genesis 1. So God doesn't live in heaven. Come on, look at this, look at this, look at this. Look at this. In the beginning... God created what? God created what? What was the first thing that God created? I can't hear you. Say the God factor. <laughs> what do, you, do you think the first thing God created was heaven? No. Look at this. That's how confused you are. Look at this quickly. Look at this. Let's read the Bible. Verse 2. Are you ready for the God factor? Okay, don't worry, I'm coming. The earth was without what? That means, the, you know when you are without form, you, are, you have no shape. <laughs> the earth was without what? Form. 
and void. And what was there? That, that word darkness there is not seen. It's the absence of revelation. It's the absence of light. I'm taking you somewhere. Because in Matthew 16, Matthew 5, Jesus would come later and say, you are the light of the world. That was every ignorance that is on the earth, you, the light, should remove the ignorance. You are not, you are not permitted in the kingdom of God to operate from ignorance. You must not be ignorant because you are a young person. You know, some people think to be young is, is to be stupid. Come on, we need to change that. I mean, this service must give more money than all the first services. You didn't hear me. If David killed Goliath, then we must kill some financial Goliaths. This idea of thinking youth service is just for people jumping up and down and screaming, that nonsense must end. I know very few are clapping, but that's fine. The God factor in us has no specifications. The God factor does not come on people because they are old. The God factor does not come on us because you are young. The God factor is determined by your capacity to receive revelation. Oh my God. That's why Jesus died when he was 33 years old. How about that? Can you imagine? The, the God factor is this. That you can be Elizabeth, you are older than me, and I am Mary, and I can carry Jesus. Because the God factor has nothing to do with age. The God factor has got to do with the internalizing to understand that you are the dwelling place of God. God does not dwell in temples made with human hands. You are the carrier of the image and likeness of God. And this has nothing to do with age. It has got to do with your eyes opening. When you open your eyes in your spirit, and this revelation hits you, you can live a life of impact. Because the Bible says David died only after he had saved this generation. I pray that you don't die until you impact your generation. I pray that people read about you. I pray that people read about the, 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 the businesses that God has deposited inside of you. I pray that God will give you ideas. I pray that your, your womb of faith will be impregnated by the life of God called the word of God. That you will solve the problems of your family. You will solve the problems of bread of life. May the young people never bring problems to this church but bring solutions to this church because of the God factor. Now I'm not talking to everyone. I'm talking to you. I want to show you characteristics of people who live a life of impact. Do you want to do, do that? What, what will Bishop Imakand remember you for? What will Zambia remember you for? Guys, these people keep on telling you that you are, you are the leaders of tomorrow. Tomorrow is too late. This is not the church of tomorrow. This is the church of today. We are not the lead. Have you been there where these guys who are youth, ministers of youth, and he's 65 years old? God forgive us. But if you guys don't rise up, we will do it for you. Some of you are even looking older than me. The way you dress, the way you walk. 
if a man at my age can look like this, and some of you guys just walk like and you think that even if you can shout and say the girl, the girl who has been found, Benjamin, you must tell these guys the truth. Girls don't look for losers. Girls look for winners. Be careful how you pray. You might just lose your girl by the way you pray. Kwanya munachi Bible chikuru. Have you seen these guys, these religious guys, turned outing? And the girl says, mm, getting married to this guy. <laughs> I mean, some of us guys, we don't know how to dress. We look like a Christmas tree. Yellow, black, fat. And then you say, shout, a girl will come, and the girl looks at your color and says, yeah, but. Have you noticed? I've got 11 minutes, but I'm coming, don't worry. It's, it's ugly guys who get beautiful girls. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Guys that you but don't go to a girl. No, when you love a girl, I'm talking about impact. Eh? Are you ready for impact? A girl, a girl will never love you until you impact her. Yes. Eh. Now you don't impact by going to her and say, "No, John 3:16, for God so loved the world." No, no, no. It's not God marrying. You must love the girl. So let's look at this. First of all, I'm going to bring you to light. And then in the next 10 minutes, I'll land this ship. Are you ready? So let's go to verse 2. There's a reason why I'm doing this. Verse 2. Genesis 1, verse 2. From Lendore Shapama, guys, what? Ninduva. You know, some of these brothers, they look like old men. Gaffala jacket to quite now become a sand. Impact the God factor, the air of God factor. Listen, when God is a factor in your life, your thinking changes. When God is a factor in your life, your appearance changes. When God is a factor in your life, your, your way of life changes. When God is the factor in your life, your plans change. When God is the factor, some of you girls, you are dressed like Mother Mary. Mother Teresa, she dressed to cool. Especially when my intercessors, that's what's Mukwatiwa. Benjamin, I think we need a conference. She dressed it tally so. Some guys are clearly saying, Ah, my Octingupe, what can I prepare for the Somebody say impact. What change your queen? She's not feeling like a puff. You don't speak a puff. 
Some girls don't even know how to walk. So, so the guy says, is that Jenny? Is she coming or going? We can't tell whether she's coming or going. How did I get there? Let me get back to my sermon. A horse must be prepared. Someone say a horse must be prepared. Ruth was prepared. Naomi was prepared. Listen, the God factor comes to prepare you for impact. But you see, let me read this quickly. Look at this. The S with A. Set your neighbor. The word of God comes to give you shape. It comes to give you what? Form. Because sin deformed you. But Christ came to reform you. The earth was without form and void. That's how I got there and darkness, ignorance. You see, most people think God will just work anyhow. Most Christians are very ignorant on how God works. God doesn't work in a vacuum. So how prepared are you for marriage? How prepared are you for work? How prepared? A horse must be prepared. Preparation proceeds, precedes victory. So please, see yourself at bread of life. You are not wasting time. Right now, God is preparing you for the future. Every service is a preparation. Every conference is a preparation. Because one word from a man of God can bring life in your life. So I want to quickly show you this. When God created, look at this, verse 3, quickly. Oh my God, I, don't want, I didn't want to get there. Verse 3. Then God said, come on. What did God say? Said to neighbor, be careful what you say. Be careful what you say. Because, you see, God is inside of you. You must allow God to speak through you what he speaks. Do not be in disagreement with the speech of God. And the speech of God is the word of God. Then God said, let there be what? And there was what? Look at this. Then verse 4, quickly. And God saw that the light, saw that the light, that the light was what? Good. And God divided the light from the darkness. Look at this, verse 3, verse 5. Look at this. And God called the light what? Somebody say, God called the light what? So when it's day, it is light. When it's light, it's day. No more darkness. That's why we're called the children of light, children of darkness. In other words, even in love, we shouldn't love. We are not like those guys who wait for love on 14th February. There's nothing like secret love. No, no, no. We love openly. Because in God, there's no darkness. He called the light, the darkness what? Night. When you are ignorant, you are in your night. When you have got revelation, you are in your day. So when he talks about the day of the Lord, it's the day of revelation. When the Lord gives you revelation, light, the entrance of God's word brings light and understanding. The, the time we have revelation about something, that's your day. So the evening and the morning were the first day. What did God create first? On the first day. And yet they've told you God created heaven. No. The first thing God created was what? Light. Everybody say light. 
See that first day. So what did God create on the first day? What light? Sun and moon? What light is that? Because sun and moon will be created on the fourth day. Now which light is this? The light of God. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word was God. And that word was with men. It was the light of men. In other words, this first day, God is presenting to you himself, Christ, the source of life. It means you cannot live outside Christ. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then all these things shall be added unto you. The God factor brings you into a life of impact. And that life is connected to light. That's why everybody and anybody who does not bring Jesus to you brings darkness to you. Christ is the light of the world. And he comes back in Matthew chapter 5 quickly. Now let me do this quickly. Matthew chapter 5. Oh, I lost myself, but don't worry. I'll find myself in two minutes. Verse 13. Look at this. You know, church, we need revelation. Revelation is the breath of God. These scriptures have got life, but if preachers don't interpret them properly and, and, and bring light, you'll die. But let me show you how the God factor brings this life. Quickly. Jesus says you are the salt. Somebody says salt. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown down, but to be thrown down and trampled underfoot by men. In other words, when salt is for preservation, salt brings flavor. Jesus uses the word salt. So you've got to study salt. And he says to us, you guys, I created, look at this. I created the earth, physical things, and I am spirit. I cannot manage this. So I backed off and I said, let us create man in our image, in our own likeness. Why? So that they can, have, they can impact the earth. They can have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the beds of the air, over all the earth. Unfortunately, the first son I made, Adam, messed up. He became deformed by sin, so he lost dominion. So he cannot dominate the earth, manage the earth. So I backed off again, and John 3 kicks in, for God so loved the world that he sent again his son in his image and likeness to come and reform you because sin deformed you so that you can have dominion over the earth and everything in it. In other words, you were born again for impact. Somebody say impact. That's why you are born again. You're not born again to run away from problems. You are like your father. When there is darkness, do you know that light is stronger than darkness? Do you know that right now there is darkness? If we switch off all these lights, darkness will come. But when light comes, darkness, light has got impact. Come on. And Jesus says, you are the light of the world. You are the sort of the earth. Go and impact everything that is rotten. The politics that are rotten. Sports that is rotten. Beauty budget that is rotten. Everything. Now, I want people in my image and likeness to go and impact the world. Unfortunately, church becomes a place where we clap. But let me tell you, church is a place where horses like you are prepared for the day of battle. 
so that the Lord can bring deliverance in that college. The Lord can bring deliverance in that university. The Lord can, listen to me, you are a son of God who functions as a doctor. You are a son of God who functions as a lawyer. You are a son of God who functions as a wife. You are a son of God who functions as a husband. You are a son of God who functions as a child. And therefore, God is looking for a vehicle like a horse so that he can use to save your cousin, to save your sister, to save your doctor, to save your lecturer. Therefore, you are the light of this world. Somebody say impact. Quickly, in these two minutes. It's very unfair, but I've got to do it. Let me show you characteristics of people of impact. Media bring it up to me, and I'm going to just give it to you. God willing, next time when we come, we'll go through them. I. Have you seen impact there? Write it down, write down. And I want you to see which area do you need to pray for and work on. If you're going to bring impact, impact means great influence. Like I said to you, you can never marry a girl or marry a boy you don't impact. You know why we love people? Because they have impacted us. So how you talk to men, how you respond, you can imagine some girls don't even greet anybody. How are you going to be married you don't greet people? Do you know that all your prayers are linked to the people you marry sometimes? If you marry a useless boy, all your life will be useless, multiplied and increased. This is why it's important to check out people around your life. I always say, friendly ones are marriable ones. You never get, some of you girls are too serious. Brother, I was and I was sinful and other. My jokes is in front. You just lost a prayer request. A prayer answered. You've just lost it. Because you don't know how to talk to girls. You don't know how to talk to boys. You don't know how to talk to pastors. Do you know that God's answers are locked up in people? God won't love you unless I love you. Because God is incarcerated in human beings. If you show kindness, God, you are the horse prepared for showing kindness. So when you are saying to people, no, God doesn't work like that. If you have got, I'm blessed and I've got jackets and you come to me, I won't pray about it. If you fit, I'll just say, pick one of these jackets. And only when you pick the jacket, you're going to say, God bless you. You know what has happened? God has just used the prepared horse to answer some victories. Hallelujah. God's answer is always in human beings. That's why the church is his dwelling place. So, number one, if you're going to be a person of impact, number one, you must be influential. People of impact have got influence. I'm going to say influence. Let me tell you this. Whether you like it or not, you are either being influenced or you are influencing somebody. All of us are influencers. Either you are a negative influencer or a positive one. Which one are you? I hope so. You can't tell me I need to come and ask your mother and your brothers and your sisters. A people of impact are influential. Now, I can stay on that one for many, many, many months. Number two, a people of impact are motivated, have got pure motives. They are driven by pure motives. They are passionate people. You will never be a person of impact if you don't know. Now, you can take those subjects. You can talk about David. David was a man of influence. He was motivated by love. What motivates you to come to Bread of Life? You cannot say you love bread of life and you don't love the man who, who runs bread of life. You cannot say you love this church and you don't love the man God has given you. Because in the man is grace. 
Some people love the chairs more than they love Bishop Imakando. I know if there was no Bishop Imakando, there would be no this church. And yet God is there. But Bishop Imakando is the horse that God prepared to bring some victories for you. So honoring him is honoring the God who prepared him. Come on, don't play around games. I hope one of these days you guys will say, hey, would it be nice before this man dies and say, oh, we're going to get him the car of his choice as young people. Let the people talk. Longer. Come even often, but this is our father. We are motivated by love. We want to see this church the greatest church. P stands for potential unleashed. If you're going to live a life of impact, you need to go beyond wishing. You need to have your potential because each one of us, when you were born again, Christ was put inside of you. But that potential must be released. People of impact know that, you see, in Christ Jesus, let me tell you, in Christ Jesus, there's no male, there's no female. The same Holy Spirit that is in me lives in you. The same Bible I use. So in Christ, don't see yourself just as a, a girl or a boy. See yourself as a son of God. The sonship inside of you has got so much capacity. There's so much capacity in your life that you don't... The day you have this revelation that there is, you must release your potential. You know some people can die with potential. But people of impact don't keep the potential. In other words, you know, they don't just think like, ah, one of these days I will be singing. No, they release the potential. Number five, number four, a people of impact are action-oriented. Action-oriented. In other words, you cannot kill Goliath if you don't take the stone and stone him. Hey, what are some of those dreams that you've had? In other words, you will not write a book until you get the pages and start writing books. Faith without works is dead. In the morning, I was saying, if I say, brother, if you love a girl, and you know, we, we like action. Sometimes we talk between the two of us. Yeah, Jenny Mukonda. But have you gone to tell her? Because if you don't, someone else will tell her and you'll be upset. Yeah, nine but you are late. After shouting, you must make an effort to put some action. Because faith, you see, faith is like wanting to lose weight, but you're not going to the gym. I wish to. I, I pray that I lose weight. Lord, you speak to those things that are not as though they were. It won't happen. You must go to the gym. You must change your diet. No, I call her in the spirit. She won't come. You must go to her. And you girls, if you know the guy loves you and is slow, do some, some extra things. Make a banquet to call the king. <laughs> Esther had to do what? Make a banquet. That's action. Action. Make a banquet. Then the king. And you even say, that's how you kill Haman. You don't kill Haman by prayer. You kill Haman by inviting him at the table with the king. Because the table will expose the Haman in him. I think Haman was very happy when he turned a nine around Fumutentikade, not knowing the guy is going to be slaughtered. Hey, say to your neighbor, 
add some action to your faith. Do you want to pass, brother? Study. Add some action. Add some action. Go for a walk. You're going to lose your weight. I had to do that at my age. I had to lose this chicken graveyard. A people of impact have got what action? Just if you're interested in him, give him a good look. Otherwise, as a ziva, cut him a yopa. See some guys. Nzona, guys, come on, my guys, are we not sure? Stima yopa. Have you seen that? No one teaches this. Stima yopa. It's the problem with the guys. This we only think like this. What if she says he? No, we never think like what if she says he? Yes, we are always prepared to take a no and not prepared to take what? Yes. I'm a man telling you you are not being wicked. No, do you know that people meet your attitude before they meet you? No, mukaza no kana ten times. Eh, kuli magai zmonga ifeni kakufuna one time mukakana naenda. Because the Bible says, let your yes be yes, your no be no. Anything else is from the devil. You love the guy and you say no when you mean yes. You are from the devil. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you don't like him, tell him I don't like you. Okay. If he tries again, I told you, I don't like you. But don't say no when inside he says yes. Uzaluza. And some of you right now, you have lost the best guys because you want to be a lady. A lady must say no ten times. You are wicked. Some of us say action oriented. Put the song down. Sing something. Get the farm. Come on. Get the land. Start building. That will demonstrate your faith. The next one for people of impact is that they are creative. A people of impact are creative. Creativity is their, their idea. And I wish we can stay. You know, all these teachings, I can take one month on them. David was creative. Our God is a creator. Creativity must be part of our life. You know, you know, you know some people can tell. One kilometer when you journey up, because every day journey, cha cha check a puff. Every day, a puff. You know, when you are creative, sometimes you do your hair this way, you do your hair this way. And when you are coming, the guy says, is that Jane coming or not? Creative people are attractive people. Sometimes you have to change your shoes. If you are too short, try to do some heels. It's called creativity. Okay, that's what I know from the Bible. The Holy Spirit is a creative Holy Spirit. You cannot be, some of you need to go and change your bedrooms because I can tell you've been there for five years. When you have a bed, 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 you know why you are laughing? You know places like that. Some say creativity. 
Even the way you cook, be creative. You know some people, tomato, Even the way you cook vegetables, there's creativity. The Holy Spirit is a is a is a creative Holy Spirit. May the Holy Spirit, in other words, creative people have fresh ideas. Because God does not give you money, God gives you ideas. Money follows ideas. Stop this business of money, money, come to me now. Money doesn't come to you. Money follows ideas. Everything you are having here is someone's idea. This mask is someone's idea. This jacket is someone's idea. This phone is someone's idea. These shoes and the stockings and the underwears are someone's idea. They, I'm just telling you the truth. See, the world is a marketplace. Either you are a buyer or a consumer or a producer. Ah, oh, come on. When consumers outnumber producers and sellers, poverty is the, pro the, the, the product. Most of us church guys just come to consume messages. We are consumer-oriented. We consume other people's ideas, like Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs is dead, but his idea is still alive. What's happening with your idea? That idea you had, put some action to it. The idea of starting a farm. The idea of starting a saloon. The idea of starting selling something. It must be a small idea. But God is powerful because he's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you ask or think. Come on, think. We have too many people who ask, but very few people who think. God cannot multiply nothing. God is above. He's able to do, come on, above all that we ask. We are very good about asking, but he's also able to do above what we think. Come on, it's time to start thinking as young people. What kind of Zambia do you want 20 years from now? It's time to start thinking because God will bless your thinking. May the Lord grant you creativity to come up with ideas that Zambia has never known. There are banks Zambia has never known. There are farms Zambia has never known. There's a song Zambia has ever heard. There's a book Zambia has never read. May God give you the God factor inside of you brings fresh ideas. We need fresh ideas in the church. We need fresh ideas for elections. We need fresh young people who don't go to beg, who don't go and throw stones during campaign. We want men who bring ideas in parliament, young men and young women, married people who think. That's the God factor in you. Say to your neighbor, start thinking. I say, start thinking. Hey, there's nothing like... Have you ever asked some people, I've got one month we close, what are you thinking? And they say, nothing. That's a lie. What are you thinking? Nothing. Run away from such kind of people. <laughs> Have you been in an argument, boyfriend and girlfriend, and then you know this guy is upset, they say, okay, Uganda China. Ah, palibe. That's a liar. Write down your thoughts. They may be stupid, write them down. They may be scary, right? You might not even have money for it. Write it down. Because God is able to use your ideas. Don't ask for money. Ask for ideas. Come on, I said ask for ideas. Don't look for, for, for jobs. Look for work. There are, a lot of, there are few jobs, but there's a lot of work out there. Washing cars can bring you money. Selling newspapers can bring you money. 
Selling vegetables can bring. It doesn't matter. I'm looking for kwacha. Kwacha doesn't know whether I got it from the office or I sold bananas. I'm looking for money. I hope you're writing down some ideas right now. Put action. The last one. A people of impact don't die with their ideas. They transfer knowledge to others. Transference of knowledge. This is what God did. God didn't want to remain hidden. He transferred his knowledge to us through Christ Jesus. That's the reason why Jesus came. Jesus didn't come to prove that God existed. Jesus came to reveal God to us. May your life be a revelation of other people. Let me close by saying this. Do you know that even angels cannot study God? Angels cannot look into the mind of God, into the face of God. When angels are praying, when they want to look at God, they don't look to God. They look in the earth and they do this. Holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The earth is filled with his glory. Do you know who fills the glory with the earth? The earth with the glory? You and me. When angels want to study God, they study you. Because angels are not made in the image and likeness of God. God is too holy, they can't look at him. So when they want to study God, they look in the earth. The earth the... So don't embarrass angels. We are the university of angels. This is why David said, who is man? Who is man that you are? mindful of him. In other words, what David is saying, when I look at God, God's mind is filled with nothing but man. God is not filled with diamonds and gold and rivers. God's, what, what occupies God's mind? It's you. That's why he created the gold, the diamonds, the rivers, the oranges, and the fruits for you. And then he came back and said, let us create man in our image so that man can put on some gold. So God is very happy when you have a gold chain. God is very happy when you drive a nice car. God is very happy when you have potatoes and chips. And after you eat, you give thanks. God says, now they understand why I created them in my image. And God is very sad when you are poor. God is very sad when the system of this world is treading upon you. You can't help people. You can't be a channel, a horse that is prepared for victory. Get out of this idea of being poor. Jesus became poor so that we can become rich. Why? So that we can do good works. We can build hospitals. We can run schools. So that people can see the good works in us and glorify our Father. So God does not dwell in heaven. You are the dwelling place of God. And the reason why God wants to dwell in you is that God wants you to be the vehicle of his love. The vehicle of his forgiveness. The vehicle of his healing. So whenever you forgive people, even if they don't deserve it, you have just revealed the nature of God inside of you. When you are kind, you show the nature of God, that God lives inside of you. When you give, when you are generous, how can you be generous when you are poor? How can you give me a car when you have one car? You have got only one handbag. How can you be generous? He became poor 
so that in us and through us, God can be revealed. That's the God factor. So that when you marry a man, you're not a blood sucker. So that when you marry a guy, you're not looking for talk time. Actually, you're the one who sends him talk time. That's a woman of God. Come on. That's the Proverbs 31 woman. If you can't paint the house, you paint it. The God factor. You're not just a female to carry babies. You are a son of God. You are a son of God. Those are the characteristics of a people of impact. The God factor. God richly bless you. Woo! Are you ready for that man? <laughs> Are you ready for that woman? Say the God factor in me, the God factor. I want you to stand up and say, Lord, increase your God factor in me. Increase your God factor in me. Lift up your hands and say, Lord, remove every limitation. Remove every wrong teaching. I am the place of your dwelling. I am the light. I am the Come on, start praying to God. Say, God, I want you to empower me that this year is not just, it will not end. I am a God factor. The God factor lives within me. It will change your family. You know how I'm glad I got saved when I was 20 years old. 20 years old. And let me tell you, I have changed the face of my family. I am the first one in my family because of the God factor. I know some of you are not saved like that, but for me, because of the God factor, I'm the first one to have a degree in my family. Now, that might not be good, but for my family, that's an achievement. And you know why? God changed me at the age of 20. Guess what? I'm the first millionaire in my family. Because of the God factor. I am not telling you something. I was the first one to marry in a proper way until my wife got tired of me five years ago. She went to be with the Lord. And ever since I've never recovered. But I'm still trusting God for the God factor. You are going to change your family. I say, may your history change. You are not born again to be frustrated. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The Lord God, listen, even your giving, I'm telling you, you can give and your giving can change destiny. As a child of God, whatever we do has a God factor connected to it. Your money can speak on behalf of your family. Cornelius gave and his whole family got changed. You've got to know how to attract the God factor inside of it. Stop just talking about it. Do some good works. Smile at people. Be kind at people. Change the environment. Do not be a gospel. Change people's lives because of the God factor inside of you. Some of you are changing your history right now. Your family is changing. I say may the people read of you. May Zambia hear of you. May the nation hear of you. In your hands are locked up ideas. I pray that the Lord will bless the labors of your hands. Father, I want to thank you. Thank you for these young people. They have got so many years ahead of them. I pray that they will not wander with life, wander around. But I pray that this message will transform their thinking. I pray that the companies they have been dreaming for will be formed this year. I pray that by the word of this 
we all worried creativity will come out of these young people will hear of this story lord truly if this is the word i have preached is your word i pray that the holy spirit will bring power upon these young people i pray that they will never rest until they become so powerful bringing glory and honor to your name i want to thank you on behalf of their families that their families will see the god factor in them Communities who see the God factor in them. Colleges who see the God factor in them. The companies they work for and where they go, wherever they step, may the light of the gospel shine and expel every form of ignorance. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but love, power, and a sound mind. I release boldness on your life. Courage to do things that your parents have never done. Courage to go where your parents never gone. I pray that you will do things that your family has never done because of the God factor. Because of the God of heaven and earth. Pray that today the Lord will impregnate you with dreams. I pray that the Spirit of God will impregnate you with ideas that will make this church like never before. I pray that the dwelling of God will become a reality in you. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. The love of our Father be with you. And the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, the Creator Himself, be with you this week until the God factor becomes a reality. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this week's sermon. We pray that you were blessed. 